everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost. I've got Sunny here sitting in the sunshine right beside me. And Holly is over there. And Happy and Leonardo are right beside Holly. And all is well. Papa's upstairs working away. And we are snuggling in for another episode of the Paper Outpost, the joy of junk journals. And if you, yep, there's Holly right on cue. How do you know? How do you know? It's so weird. Um, I wonder if it's when I say the joy of junk journals. Hey, nope. He just knows we are recording a podcast right now. I don't really get that. Um, Psychic bird. Um, So, yeah, I was thinking more along the lines of using what we have and also avoiding measuring like the plague. Now, there's nothing wrong with a good measure, okay? Buildings have been built by measuring. Clothing has been created with measuring. Recipes have been made with measuring. And there's a time and a place for every purpose under heaven. Right, sunshine? Yes, yes. But we love over here in the paper outpost to avoid measuring like the plague. And maybe you're like one of us. (laughs) Or maybe not. And that's dandy too. Um, Call it um, lazy. Call it slacker. Call it, it takes so darn long to measure and make sure everything's accurate that I miss out on all the fun I could be having creating. And I think it's the latter, um, I'd like to say. Um, I could be wrong. But uh, so today I was um, working with putting some signatures into a hidden spine. And it, it sort of just cropped up along the way, but my pages were actually bigger than my, my journal that it was going into. And um, I had already pre-decorated the journal cover inside and out. Um, so I wanted to put the signatures in there without the strings showing on the outside of the spine. So I showed this little technique and uh, it turned out I had a bunch of pages that were too tall and too wide for the journal. So I was faced with the ever so common commonly experienced by any journal maker anywhere what to do with the pages that don't fit. Well, of course, there's the um, logical, easy way of uh, finding out how big your book is and then cutting your pages to size before you even start assemblage. But let's say you got all rambly pants and you you were so excited about your uh, putting your signatures together that you completely forgot that step. And let me tell you, that happens a lot when you're uh, assembling pages. Sometimes you you gather them all up and you align them all up and you put them exactly where they want to be and you're all ready to go and then all of a sudden you realize they're not the right size for your book. Now also take into account that sometimes we make books that are all of our pages are nice and neatly tucked inside our journal and nothing peeks out. Or sometimes we like to have the journal cover actually be smaller than the pages inside the book. Or maybe just a few pages peek through. Or maybe just some lace on the edge of a paper peeks out. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to make a junk journal, a lot of different looks and a lot of different themes. But today, um, I was faced with the quandary of my pages were too tall and they were too wide. And uh, so the too tall, it was kind of fun to um, do a little, uh, you know, paper rearrangement uh, quick in a quickie doodle style, of course, and then make some magic pockets out of the extra height um, and uh, use up that extra stuff without actually having to tear it off. And then... Um, you know, I wanted to show folks a different way to, uh, if their pages are too wide, different ways that you can um, deal with it. You can you can tear them off, you can cut them off, or you can um, fold them in. And uh, folding in is kind of a neat thing. It, it, it lends itself to 
the expansion of the journal beyond breaking the boundaries of the border of the cover when the person starts to explore the book. So they go through the book and they're flipping innocent page to innocent page and all of a sudden they come across this page that folds out. And maybe that maybe you could make an extend a page. I have a video on that, how to keep it folding out and keep it folding out till the cows come home and there's lots of extra paper in there that you didn't know was there. So um, it's kind of fun to rethink our borders and rethink why we cut things off and why we, we get rid of them and think about how we can actually instead incorporate them. Hey, 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 does my arm look like a spongy bone that needs to be chewed on because you're teething right now, my little, my little pupperoonie. Um, yes, we're having a burst of puppy energy right at the moment. Yes, perfect timing, little goo, perfect timing. And um, so I have now uh, uh, dislodged my right arm and, and handed it to Sonny and he is working on it <laughs> nonstop. Um, all right, Sun Bun. Okay. Now, um, do you want to say something to the nice people? You know, they're, they're kind enough to take a listen. Well, you you want to paw the phone? Yes, you might accidentally hit the hit the pause button. Oh, that's kind of funny, right? Pause. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Back to junk journals. Um, and uh, so, yeah, if there are ways that we can incorporate the extra without actually having to lose it, for some reason we might think that the extra is unnecessary or unimportant or needs to be removed. Um, uh, but I'm inviting into the space that maybe it doesn't. Maybe it can be... Maybe it can hold its own. Maybe it can have value in and of itself. Maybe it can um, be incorporated into the book in a wonderful way that can actually um, make the book more intriguing, taking it past where the you thought it could go. Um, a page is not just a page in a book. A page is a launching pad. A page is the beginning of an experience for somebody. It could be a very neutral page could be a very intricate page it could be an expansing expansing an expansive page um, and a page that opens up flips out Um, it can do a lot of things other than just be a traditional book page so um, I'm encouraging you to break break the boundaries of your book break the boundaries of your page and the way you look at them Um, you know pages don't always have to be rectangular pages can be Oh, that's a great idea. We should make books of different shapes. Make, okay, I have actually a notepad here. Books and pages of different shapes. Yeah, see, we don't always have to have rectangular pages. We can we can uh, fold a page from its corner down and make some kind of triangle thing. We can make a pocket out of that. We can do a lot of things. Here's your celery, honey. There you go. Chew on that. Um, yeah, he chews on that. I get, he, he loves it too, celery. And um, I, it cleans his teeth and it gives him fresh breath. And um, it keeps him from chewing my arms off. Yes, there we go. And um, it, actually the teething has wound down quite a bit. We're making major progress in there. It only is occasional bursting now of teething because um, he's oh, almost eight months old. Okay, so um, yeah, and um, I also want to encourage you to, when you come to a quandary while you're making your journals, um, kind of think think your way out of whatever it is you feel like you're stuck in. Um, start to look at the edges of what it is and can they be increased or can they be minimized sometimes I'll um, 
you know, have a mistake or a bluebird, or maybe I drop my dauber on a page by accident and, and I have this thing on there that I need to deal with. Well, sometimes I'll actually tear part of the page away and, um, uh, just work with it that way. And, um, you know, create something from there, make it be your launching pad as opposed to your, your wailing wall. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Um, everything is an opportunity when it comes to making these books and, um, you, you're, you're not only limited by your imagination because you're not, um, you're, you're, you are unlimited. You are absolutely unlimited by your imagination. And also if you are inspired by others, others work, maybe, um, on the Facebook group, maybe you go over to the paper outpost FB group and check that out. And you see all the wonderful things people are posting all different skill levels. Um, and you can be so inspired by somebody else's things that it just gets you off and running. And that's a good thing. Let's inspire the heck out of each other and make things and have fun. And, um, uh, you know, there's just going to be more evidence left on this planet that we were here <laughs> because of these unusual things that have been constructed, uh, literally constructed out of nothing and, um, or junk or, uh, just pretty papers or little bits and bops that we found along the way. Um, you may also want to consider incorporating a few items that you don't normally play with. Like maybe you're not a ring bound type person. I get that. I'm not a big fan. Why? Because I find them a little bit awkward to work with, but they can be a lot of fun and very functional and versatile depending on how you use them. I remember when I was, um, goofing around with some book covers and I had a a whole bunch of those rings and I thought, wouldn't it be kind of cool to make a flip like it would flip over the top as opposed to the side. So I made this uh, flip up thing and I loved it. And I thought, gee, you know, that's really actually pretty cool because sometimes when we put um, a concept or an item in the, I don't do that box, or I'm, I don't have fun doing that box. You, you lose all the possibilities that go with it. So instead of quickly discarding an idea, kind of roll around, roll it around in your head to see how could you enjoy it? How could this be fun? What's another way to do it that maybe you haven't explored or looked at? What's something that you haven't stuck to it, glued to it, um, colored it, uh, a new way that, um, or dangled something from it that, uh, that might inspire you and, um, uh, follow your train of inspiration wherever it leads. If it says, you know, this would be really cool with some glitter, you know, and maybe you haven't worked with glitter in a hundred years because glitter is now for some reason evil when it was all the rage before. Um, maybe it's time to pull out the glitter again and just be brave, be bold and go play with your glitter and, uh, release the judgment on it and just say, you know what, if I'm the only person in the universe that's playing with glitter and I'm having fun at it, that's, that's all that matters. Um, and also remember to, um, I I think it's important to, um, be open to looking at other people's work, um, but not use that as a reason to judge yourself and not be harsh on yourself. Like, Oh, I'll never be able to make a journal like that person. Or I just don't have the skills or I can't cut a straight line or all of this and all that. We all have that. There isn't an artist that doesn't feel that way. I don't think in the grand artist uh, poll that I took, um, everybody has strengths and everybody has areas to grow. And, um, you know, you never know what is going to inspire you. I was in a store the other day and I was just looking around at random stuff and uh, I came across something and it inspired me to make something related to junk journals. Now the item was, uh, I think it was a gift bag and it was something about the way the gift bag was constructed on the inside. It really wasn't the gift bag itself, but it had to do with the way it was glued together on the inside. Suddenly 
and it fascinated me. And I thought, oh, I wonder if we could do that in junk journals. So I came home and I, I started playing around with it. And I thought, well, you know, I, I could do this, I could do that, or this works or that doesn't. And all of a sudden it was an afternoon of fun and uh, creating something that I, you know, hadn't really played with before. And uh, so be open to those ideas of little inspiration when they come along and be open to ways to um, create things that may be unexpected to you because it could take you down a whole new avenue. I mean, there are so many people that I interact with on a daily basis, um, members of the Facebook group, members of the people who, you know, come onto the YouTube community and interact in the comments. And, um, sometimes they'll ask a question or they'll leave a comment and you know, maybe we'll have a little chat or I'll just be looking at what they're, what they're saying and, and kind of contemplating it and just little, you know, ideas start firing off and firing off. And, and, um, it's, it's, yes, that is Sonny now digging in his crate, which is open. And he is just, I don't know that again, there must be gold or dog bones buried at the bottom of it, but, um, he just, he just is having a grand old time in there. And I don't know if you can hear that, but um, that's that's what that noise is. And uh, so be open to those things that maybe it's going to take you off your beaten path. Oh, uh, so what I was saying was a lot of people come along and they say, maybe I, I've never seen a junk journal before and I'm just getting um, exposed to it. And oh my gosh, this is so exciting. And there's so many ideas flooding into my head and I'm, I'm feeling so passionate about making. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply these and I just want to make books make books and I have so many ideas of what I want to do or they'll look at one technique and they'll say oh my god I could see this being applied to a million other things let me go and play with that and and we all do that for each other we offer up little bits of information and you don't even know when you're being inspirational I mean there you'll say something to somebody in a conversation and they'll hear one line out of all the stuff you just vomited out all over them that one little line that they'll take and they'll run in with it and um, we have no control over what inspires somebody else but we can offer up um, our passion for something and our willingness to try and our willingness to push our own envelope and uh, break our boundaries and and have a little playtime and invite play into our world and sometimes when we're courageous and brave enough to invite play into our very serious world um, it also allows others to invite play into their worlds where maybe they thought fun and play was only for kids or only for other people or they're much too serious to have fun no nobody has fun um it's not it's not appropriate to have fun it's um like you know what are you doing thinking you're gonna have some fun here you just look you put on your sourpuss pace and and carry on with your (laughs) with your misery um it's okay to have fun and you should have a lot of it. You should have gobs and gobs and gobs of it and way too much fun, you know, with a little serious of nice life splashed in here and there so you can get, you know, get things done. I understand we all have responsibilities and get things done, but sometimes if you can insert a little bit of fun and if you look at all the little things you collected for your uh, moments of fun as uh, tools or toys, if you're brave enough to call it that, but it's all stuff for you to play with and, um, Um, it doesn't, these items don't have to be used 
for their intended purpose. That's probably the other big thing. Not only looking at things with different eyes, like looking at a page and see how you can maybe extend it or tear it half off, but maybe also looking at your supplies and saying, I've always used something this way. I've never done anything else with it because this is what this product was designed to do and I'm only gonna use it for that. And uh, um, you know, it's, it's when the junk journal people, people started sewing paper. I mean, that to me was mind blowing and fascinating because I was always so scared to approach a sewing machine, but somehow when all of a sudden it was all about sewing paper, I, I wasn't scared about it anymore. I thought, well, I'm just sewing a couple pieces of paper. This, this isn't, you know, highly serious. Nobody's going to uh, not go to the moon because I've sewed a couple people, pieces of paper together and it's, it's my sewing machine. And if, and if I ruin it, I ruin it. And it's not an expensive machine. I'm not quilting on it and things like that. And so be it, if I ever choose to quilt, I will get a fancy machine, but it will not be this one. This will be my, my paper sewing machine that I occasionally sew fabric on. And I wish it all the best of luck because it's going to have to deal with the likes of me (laughs) and uh, coming at it like a three-year-old trying to uh, learn how to sew. And, um, you know, it just changed everything. The perspective on that sewing machine uh, invited a tool into my world that all of a sudden created a lot of opportunities for the junk journal that I was making because now all of a sudden I wasn't approaching it as some somebody trying to learn how to sew. I was somebody who just needed to get a couple of pieces. I needed to make a notebook and I needed to be able to just put a pile of papers together and sew across the top and I instantly had a notebook that I could tuck into a, a pocket or a tuck spot or I could clip it onto a, a journal page with a paper clip or, or what have you not and uh, it was like done in two seconds. It was sturdy, it was cute, had my cute factor rolling. And um, then I could just decorate it any way I like. And um, all of it, it, it took a burden away. Uh, the burden of security, of things uh, sticking together well, holding together well, when uh, you're able to add sewing, um, it really, it takes away a lot of the fear of things falling apart. Um, so it's, is it mandatory? No. Can you make ju- beautiful junk journals, amazing junk journals that you can make and sell and give to family and friends without a sewing machine? Absolutely. Um, and, and should you feel less than if you don't approach the sewing? No, not at all. Um, but um, maybe it's not a sewing machine for you. Maybe it's a pair of pinking shears. Maybe you've never pinked paper before. Maybe you've never um, used a big shot die cutting embossing thingamajig. Uh, and you know, I mean, just these things that um, we, or, or, or just like your, your watercolors and your colored pencils and your, your, your plain old boring pencil. I mean, there's so many different things and different ways that we can use these items that are not the traditional. And, and can a junk journal that totally falls into the category of not traditional and um, because people's imaginations are fascinating and where they take these books is fascinating and uh, just kind of seeing how um, people take little bits and pieces of others and then they just flower it from there they just go off in a different direction it's like not all vines from the the plant grow in the same direction they grow in all different directions and they and they spread out and they find their their best place and um um you know if you if you give it the right care if you give it the right dose of encouragement and no judgment and freedom to explore and create you'd be surprised what you come up with i mean uh um 
you know, playing with colors you don't normally play with. Play with, um, um, you know, go through your stuff. I'm serious. Go through your craft stuff and find out, find some craft supplies you have not played with in a long time. And you pull them out and you say, okay, today I'm going to spend an hour just goofing around with this just to see where it goes and where it takes me. I have no preconceived notions. I have no expectations. I am just going to play with this and um, have some fun. And you, you know, you might come up with some things that you never thought you would. Um, that often happens. And uh, if you don't, you just had some fun goofing around with some old stuff you hadn't played with in ages and therefore it, it validates its purchase and its existence and its taking up of the space in your world. And life is still good, even if it doesn't come out all pretty pants. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, and often it'll come out pretty pants. Don't worry. You just keep looking at it with different eyes. Keep turning it around. Keep adding a little bit this, um, sprinkling a little of that, and uh, just keep remembering to have fun. So I hope this inspires you to maybe uh, uh, push your envelope today or try something a little different or adventurous or fun, um, and you get to decide what that looks like. And I hope you share that with us. I love to see what you do. And uh, the Facebook group is a great place to post um, uh, things that you make. I love to see them. And um, you guys are having a, uh, such an inspirational impact on me. So thank you so much. You have, you have no idea how much you guys inspire me. Oh my goodness. Um, if, I've, if I'm ever thinking of what to make, I just go take a gander and in the Facebook group and I say, oh, wow, look at, look, it's amazing what you guys are making out there. And um, if you're not on the Facebook group, that's okay too. You don't have to be. Um, just go look on YouTube or go look on Pinterest, uh, gather ideas and just, just be inspired by the amazing wealth of inspiration that is just waiting for you to come along. And until next time, from me and Sunny and Happy and Leonardo and Holly and Papa, we uh, send big hugs to everybody. We hope you're having lots of fun and we will talk to you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.